Yo, what's up? Welcome to the Soul Greatness Podcast. I'm Romeo Marquez Jr., international speaker, best-selling author, and success coach. Each week, I will bring you a guest, a thought, or a new idea that will help you tune into your soul so that you can elevate your greatness, empower you to break through to new levels in your life, business, and relationships, and inspire you to expand your life so that you can make a bigger impact in the world. My passion is your potential, and my mission is to help you live it now. So no more playing small because this is your moment. This is your time. Are you ready? I know you are. So let's do this. Today's guest is one of the most brilliant people I know. She is filled with so much light, so much love. Her name is Dr. Deborah Sandella. Dr. Deb is an award-winning psychotherapist, university professor, founder of the RIM Institute, and author of the best-selling book, Goodbye, Hurt and Pain, Seven Simple Steps for Health, Love, and Success. So without further ado, let's welcome Dr. Deb Sandella. So, you know, I gave a quick background on who you are and what you do. I would love the listeners to know from you exactly who you are and what you do. You know, that's always an interesting question, like, who are you? (laughs) (laughs) And so I would say who I am is that I am a woman with an insatiable curiosity to understand how life works. And the way that has unfolded over my many, many years of being on the planet is to really move into and understand how our emotional selves are resourced and how to how to work with those emotional resources in such a way that life is really easy and effective and successful. And so with that work, do you train people? Do you coach people? Do you, you know, have people go through a process? Like what does that look like so the listeners can get a better understanding? Yeah. Sure, absolutely. Thank you for that. Uh, So we started out, you know, getting a lot of education about how to understand emotions and how emotions operate in our lives. And then I was a psychotherapist for about 20 years. And then I needed to really, I I got a bit uh, burned out and needed to move in a new way. So in the last 20 years, I've really been into discovery about uh, what are our resources that we can utilize that are undiscovered. And so what I do, what happened over this 20 years is I really came aware of a way to be able to access our inherent resourcefulness and use it to dissolve blocks, hidden emotional blocks, uh, to having what we want, and also to maximizing uh, living our dreams uh, so it's been just a really exciting time for me because it's so much easier and quicker than what we think. Mm-hmm. You know how, how we've always had this idea that all oh, that takes a long time, that it has to be hard, painful, all of that. And it really doesn't. Uh, that's what I've discovered. What do you think causes those blocks to happen and, you know, prevents people from living the life of their dreams? You know, it really happens quite innocently that our body automatically, our mind, body, spirit, uh, creates feelings that flow through us constantly in the same way like our breath flows in and flows out automatically. Well, feelings do the same thing. We constantly have feelings coming in, informing us, and then flowing out. It's called interoception, and it's a physical experience 
and an emotional experience. However, it doesn't become an intellectual experience. It doesn't transfer into unless we uh, allow ourselves to be attentive to it and receive, like, what am I feeling right now? And as we know, many times we get so engrossed in what we're doing that we're not really in touch with what we're feeling. Mm -hmm. And so when uh, there are certain feelings that really scare us, you know, like anger and sadness and jealousy, things that we think of are ugly or seem like they're not very, like we're not good people. We've made this uh, this assumption that we're not good people when we have those kind of feelings. However, they're just feelings that are bringing us information. And when we allow them, receive them, and we, we really uh, receive what is the information it's bringing us, it's like a, an internal compass, uh, they automatically expire. They automatically move on out and evaporate. However... Because we're afraid of them, sometimes we resist them. And when we resist them, it's like creating a dam in our river of constant flowing emotion. So then the feelings that we actually didn't like and we were trying to hide and get rid of actually stick around because now the dam is holding them in place. So that my work and the the technique that I created really helps us learn how to create floodgates so that that emotion can, again, flow into natural expiration in a safe way. So it doesn't flood anybody with emotion, so we don't you know, get overwhelmed, that we actually can work with our feelings in a very healthy, natural way so that they don't get blocked. Because when they're stuck there, what happens is they go underground, they become invisible. And the invisibility is the problem because now they're doing damage, they're leaking out, blocking us, sabotaging us, and we don't really understand why or how because we can't see them anymore. They've Now we've forgotten all about them. We've forgotten about that moment. We've forgotten about that experience. And so what happens is we just start feeling stuck, like I'm doing everything I can to have this work, to have this success, and yet it isn't quite flowing. It's not quite happening uh, because it's something we don't really understand why or what it is. So what I've learned is the secret of how to make those blocks visible so we can actually dissolve them uh, very quickly and easily. Mm -hmm. Beautifully said, Dr. Deb. So much knowledge (laughs) and wisdom. I I love how you just break things down like that. And so what what do you call this process? Yeah, the, right. This process is called REM, R-I-M. It stands for Regenerating Images in Memory. Uh, so that, you know, what we know now in the neuroscience is that images happen in our right brain, in our emotional brain, and in our body. And so we have to go to that part of ourselves to actually be able to to master them and work with them and learn from them. Because the left brain, the intellectual brain, just doesn't do feelings. You know, it'll analyze feelings, it can translate feelings into words and give them meaning. So that's a very important, we need both whole brain, you know, we need whole brain function. And this is a whole brain function. However, the leader, the visionary is the right brain and the left brain comes along as an assistant, as an administrator, uh, as a partner. And so it's REM, I call it REM, R-I-M. 
And this is a technique you created, is that correct? Correct, correct. Over the last 20 years. And yes. how, how did you go about creating your own technique? Well, you know, it really has been a discovery and an uncovering. Uh, I think I started out, because I started out, you know, as a psychotherapist who was highly educated. <laughs> I had developed my left brain fairly well. So, I, you know, I had a, a regular uh, bachelor's degree, a college degree in nursing. Then I got a master's in psychiatric nursing. And then I got a doctorate in human communication. So it was a lot of years, a whole lot of years years. And what happened, though, as I really followed what I was attracted to, I moved more and more and more into right brain techniques. And even as a psychotherapist, there were some techniques I had learned that you would use periodically in the therapy that were right brain. And what I saw, what I witnessed is they were most effective. They would work really quickly and easily because the answers come within. They come from within. And I wasn't trying to convince uh, my clients of something. And uh, so it made life so much easier and more fun for me and, and better for my clients. So at the point that I closed my psychotherapy practice, I just began to play, particularly doing sessions, free sessions uh, with friends, whoever was around that seemed to be struggling. And I didn't, I never charged because I didn't really know what I was doing at that point in time. And it's, and I started to actually see that the way our organic system operates is much smarter than I had ever assumed. And so I had to set aside everything I had learned and say, I'm going to let clients show me what's possible. And oh my gosh, I have been blown away by what I've learned from clients and just being with them in their process. We are so resourced. We just have not looked at our emotional selves in this way. I mean, in general, there's been this cultural attitude of like, oh, feelings, yuck, you know, they're invisible, you can't control them. Uh, I'd rather try and uh, problem solve intellectually rather than, you know, try and work with feelings. However, that's just not accurate. That's what I've learned. And it's been so much fun. It's been an uncovering of what is inherently there that when given attention and allowed to express is brilliant. I mean, I have witnessed sessions with extreme trauma where a natural healing process happens that I could never have created myself for the client. I wouldn't have even begun to know how to do that because it, it comes from this inner creative brilliance that the right brain, when it's not controlled by the left brain, actually just is so good at. We, we can, uh, and we're beginning to see this in the science. There actually was, uh, there was some research in Sydney, Australia, that uh, looked at how to slow the left brain. They created this thinking cap where there was a very low electrical charge over the left brain area uh, so that the right brain had a better chance of, of being more active. And what they found is the people, when they had the thinking cap on, were able to solve problems 30% faster. 
Wow. So what's happening, you know, it's like, so we've been so left brain dominant Mm -hmm. for a while. And, and, you know, the left brain and developing intellectual and, you know, understanding education and science and all that. It's a great thing. It's a real gift. And any strength overdone becomes a weakness. So as the intellectual aspect of us has become so strong, we've started now to kind of uh, tamp down the right brain creative visionary part of us. So allowing the right brain visionary part of us is critical to actually enjoying life and being extremely successful in a more easy and effortless way. Mm-hmm. So we, we can work real hard and make things happen or we can uh, have things happen more quickly and effectively uh, with less effort. Beautiful. Uh, Speaking of having a joyful, fun, loving, exciting life, uh, based on your work and your coaching and your training and your experience, what would you say are three ways to help people break through and remove those blocks so that they can live a happy and purposeful life? Yeah, well, I would say that given, you know, really with what you've heard, this would probably be no surprise, uh, that it really is to follow your calling, to follow what you're called to. And so following allows your right brain visionary to bring you possibilities that you couldn't have thought of. And uh, I know in my life, like particularly in the creating of REM, it's like I just kept following and following like what felt like I needed to do, where I was interested, what I was really intrigued by. And then pretty soon I looked back over my shoulder and it was like, oh, my gosh, there's a technique here. (laughs) You know, that's really how it happened. And so I would say keep following that part of you, the creative, intrigued part of you that doesn't really know. It doesn't know where you're going to end up exactly. Uh, It may have a general vision of success and happiness. However, the specifics may need to be filled in as you go. And so that takes some courage. It takes some trust, but it's very, very important in my experience. And then I would say the second thing is to then uh, go for it. You know, as you get into a track. So as REM became a technique, uh, it's like gradually, it's like uh, I've been picking up momentum and speed. The more clear that I was what this technique was, how it helped people, it's like the momentum has gotten bigger and bigger and faster. And I had to keep saying yes. I had to keep saying yes to that. And it has just, in fact, I, I really feel that I didn't create RIM. RIM is creating me. It keeps causing me to expand. So follow, say yes. And then the third thing, because when you do that, you can hear the third thing is balance. Because when we are following our natural flow, we're saying yes, we're enthusiastic, we're passionate, and it's really where we're supposed to go. It's our true purpose. Then we also need to create balance in life uh, so that we attend to creating, to having a life, really, uh, so that it's not just being taken away into work that we create time for family, friends, and for health, really, for our body. And uh, I'm much older than you, and I'm, I'm very aware of that, that I, uh, I have to pace myself. And yet I still can keep saying yes and do it all. I just do it in my way 
my balance, my pace. So those are, those are the, the three steps that I would, I would say or have been important to me that uh, stand out. I, want, I briefly want to talk about balance. How do you create balance in your life? Because I know it could be a struggle for a lot of people, including myself, when you want to do all these things and at the same time take care of uh, myself and my family and so on. Right, right. Well, I think that, you know, when I started out being insatiably curious, you know, you were, you're that kind of a person too, that is just, you know, so intrigued by life and drawn into life. So that, you know, the problem is we want to say yes to everything. And so as the older I became, having children, having a family where I was balancing more, it became very, very clear. I was forced to be able to discern and say no to some things, even though they sounded wonderful and I would have loved them. However, I didn't have the time or maybe the energy to do everything. And so I started learning how to prioritize. And the prioritizing is very, very important. So you start at what's most important and, uh, you know, allow a few things and then all the other stuff you go, thank you. You were, I would love to do you. And I I can't, I'm not going to do that right now. I'm not choosing that right now. So the word that comes to mind is discernment. It's really important to discern what works and what doesn't work for you. And it will be different depending on the person because people have different levels of natural energy. Uh, people have different, uh, you know, response rates. Some people like to do things very quickly. Some people t- like to take their time, all of that. So it's really unique to the person. Perfect. So follow your calling, being able to say yes more and mm-hmm. it's okay to say no to making to make sure exactly. <laughs> to make sure you're you know creating that balance for yourself so thank you for bringing that up all right so yeah, in fact the oh, way ahead. you i was just wanting to discern because the way you said that was really helpful so that what you're saying yes to is is the calling which is your priority and what you're saying no to is all of the many many extraneous opportunities and fun things that are possible out there. Yes, yes. All right, so the following questions are inspired from the actor's studio that James Lipton asks to his superstar guests. This is my own little twist to it and I want you to answer with the first thing that comes to mind. Are you ready? Okay. I, I, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like my own little rim process so you can't doing the you can't do this wrong. <laughs> okay. Great. Uh, Perfect. What is your favorite word? Uh, love. What is your least favorite word? Hate. What turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? Openness, freedom. What turns you off? Oh, constriction. <laughs> I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There are many quotes out there. What is one of your favorite quotes? Uh, For something and against nothing. Who's that by? I like that. That's by Ernest Holmes. I like that. What are uh, what is a book or two you would recommend for people to read? Goodbye, hurt and pain. <laughs> Who is that by Dr. Dev? By me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I'm so, sitting here looking at it on my shelf. <laughs> uh, what's a uh, and then you know at the end I'm going to have you just talk a little bit more about that book. What's another book? You know, another one that of course I really I really appreciated was uh, A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. Ooh, I love that. Yep. 
What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? You know, I can't think of anything else that I would really want to do technically. I mean, you know, it's like How about for just in terms for, of actually yeah, do it. Just for, fu- for fun's sake, for the sake of this question. Okay, for, for an joy. astronaut. Cause yes! I, yeah, I think yeah. I, I'd love to be, all, uh, you know, be able to go and see all of that. I can't imagine learning all the technology yeah, that yeah. be able to but, but, do. But. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, best piece of advice you were ever given? Well, what's really interesting, I would say it is to be yourself. And again, it keeps showing up. Uh, I'm 66 years old. It keeps showing up again and again and again and in some new different way of how to be myself. So, because uh, of course we keep changing who we are too. What do you know now that you wish you would have known when you were younger? <laughs> that uh, in the end, you know, not too much really matters. <laughs> you know, it's like in the end, uh, we, we, the thing, we are too serious. We're just too serious. And that, uh, more silliness as adults is perfect. Well, what's your best piece of advice you could give for living your best life? Hmm. I think, uh, Really being true to your inner self uh, is not a small thing. And I know, you know, we, that's language that is around. Yet it is when you really practice it in a deep way, it is profound. What do you want to be remembered for? I want to be remembered for absolutely changing the way we see our emotional selves from broken uh, into absolutely whole and miraculous. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? I've been waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> so glad you're here. Been waiting for you. <laughs> Yay. So you brought up the book earlier. I would love for people to know more about the book and where they can get it and all that good stuff. Sure. Right. So it's Goodbye, Hurt, and Pain, Seven Simple Steps to Health, Love, and Success. And it is available everywhere that uh, books are sold. So it is on Amazon and in all bookstores. You should be able to get it. And that it is uh, tells lots of stories so that people really appreciate how they can move through their own blocks. Uh, uh, without it being a big deal and very quickly. So there's a lot of of, uh, people's stories, real-life stories. There's the science and the practical how-to. And then there's activities at the end of every chapter. So you can practice it with yourself or with a group. Uh, It's a great book club book because people can do the activities together and then share and it would it would be a great uh, a great group experience so that it really teaches the reader how to utilize rim for themselves also i know you do trainings and coaching tell us a little bit more about that yeah so i i do teach people how to do the REM process, either for themselves or for their clients. 
And that is just so much fun and so exciting because what happens is as people go through those trainings, they uh, get so much out of it personally as well. And then they just are able to share it and spread it, using it in their own coaching, using it in their business consulting, using it. I have some teachers that use it with their students nurses who use it with their patients. I mean, it's really it's really about how to activate our own organic emotional system in a masterful way uh, to be able to stay in a very healthy, happy, successful place. So yes, yeah, so those are available uh, and you can find out more about all of the, the offerings on the website, uh, which is rem, R-I-M institute.com. So And there's also lots of gifts there, actually. You can download free meditations and uh, other kinds of of gifts. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Deb. I appreciate who you are and how you show up in the world. And I look forward to talking to you soon. Thank you guys so much for spending time with me and Dr. Deb on the Soul Greatness Podcast. If you guys appreciate this episode as much as I did, make sure you share it with friends and family because it just might inspire them more than you know. Until next time, make it a great week and continue to live out your soul greatness.